everybody, and welcome back to our uh, D&D Adventurers League campaign for Storm King's Thunder. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films and Game Master for the evening. And before we uh, before we get started, a quick rules errata. So after some discussion after last episode, I am reworking the way I deal with invisibility. Um, basically, invisibility uh, gives you the ability to hide anywhere. If you hide while invisible, you are completely undetected. If you successfully hide while invisible, you're completely undetected. When you attack, that breaks the hide status, but you're still invisible. Um, and you have to hide again to be completely undetected. So, that is how I will be wor- working with that from here on out. Further complaints forwarded to my inbox. Okay. <laughs> so, is it a circular inbox? <laughs> it sits right next to your, your, your desk on the floor? No, it is emptied it's, out it's, every it's, week. No, it's more ovoid inbox, and it's made of porcelain, and it's got water in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's not so, over your septic tank. So either way, it's the circular file. When la- uh, first of all, let's introduce our players. Uh, we have with us today William. I'm William, and I'm playing Farin Altarian, human paladin of Ilmater. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Kindvar Rathme, the um, uh, High Elven uh, Blade Singer, um, Invisible Stalker Punching Bag. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Miracle, the Tiefling Ranger who's gonna make things better in this world. And really, Jeff. Hi, I'm Jeff, and I'm going to be playing Farbolt Chance, the half-elf rogue. All right, and so when last we left our adventurers, uh, they were in the middle of dealing with the existential horror of an invisible stalker. Um, (laughs) And they managed to vanquish it, finally. Uh, after which they sort of everything could have calmed down. The whirling uh, wind that was the invisible stalker had died down. And they were left in the quiet of the Tower of Zephyros, the giant wizard, well, uh, with four unconscious as, cultists. I say, as quiet as one snoring giant and four snoring cultists can be. And a lot of ow, oh. ow, ow. <laughs> you do not hear a snoring giant. Well, um... Farbolt, if you could help me tie up these cultists. Yeah, that was kind of my thought. Uh, they're going to be up and about soon. Yeah, they're we'll, waking we'll, up in about ten seconds. So. We'll, we'll turn them <laughs> into authorities once we've reached town. Right, go ahead and give me um, survival checks. Uh, whichever one of you wants to do it, the other one can aid and give the and give that one advantage. Uh, is anyone is anyone proficient to... in survival? Because I am not. Uh, not one second, I believe I may be. I think Miracle is. I am not. Okay, we'll have Miracle do it. <laughs> Miracle, Miracle can do it with advantage. <laughs> but does Miracle want to tie up the... <laughs> no, Miracle just wants to lay down okay. on the floor. Then I will attempt to <laughs> tie them up. And Miracle is actively laying down on the floor, just face down, just ow, ow, ow. Skidvalar is it's laying down. Ow face and more. In the same. Ow, so, uh, thank happen. you. That's pretty good. 
Meanwhile, Farbolt, That's who is Farbolt, the only one that didn't take a whole lot of damage this, this last round, <laughs> goes over and grabs his rope. I, mean, I was assisting him. Uh, and ties up the cultists. Alright, you've got four bound cultists on the floor who are starting to stir. And I'm just standing over here on this wall as they're waking out, just looking at them, arms crossed, sword on the ground, or like standing, like sword stood right here with my hands on it. So they start getting rid of their weapons and just kind of putting them off to the corner. <coughs> that fireball goes shink, 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 ting, 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 just pulls stuff out, throws it off to one side. It's like, is there is a bird. No, not really. Now, How about this? No. Entirely on top of my face. Yep. Did someone did someone take their bag? By the way, um, one of them there there the 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 per, the de- the corpse of one of the cultists is still over there with the bag of holding on his hip. If he points it out, I'll take a look at it. Like, hey, this is neat. Fireballs, if you could find out what's inside that bag. It is. So I'm gonna stick my hand in here. Okay. <laughs> it is a large sort of uh, messenger-style leather bag with a embroidered smiling face on it. Just kind of shrug, poke around a bit, and then just put my hand in. Your hand goes in. Nothing. I think wave it around. What do you think about? Money. Gold. Nothing. Well, crap. Turn it upside down. Can I make an arcana check? As as um as Verbold is doing that, just before the hand goes in, Kenmore's like, uh, before you do, you might want okay. (laughs) Pulls it like pulls it back out, missing his forearm down. I mean, there are things that will do that. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Yep. Bag, bag of devouring is a, is a cursed item that exists. Yep. Yeah. Yes. From a player standpoint, absolutely. From a character <laughs> standpoint, what's in here? Oh, I know. Yeah, what's for in sure. The bag? <laughs> uh, what's in the box? Turn it inside out. Yeah, I'm going upside down. Shake it. Anything in here? You turn it inside out. Nothing comes out. Like miracle, I am going to Arcana check. Sure, make Arcana rolls. Yeah, Miracle, if you want to get our kind of roll, go ahead. Not with advantage, but... I know. Uh, 14. So Miracle gets a 9. It's a it's nice just... nice waste of a 15. Um, and Jeremy gets a 14. Uh, I mean, it looks like a bag of both of you. It looks like a bag of holding. Like, it's a, sort of a fairly well-known uh, adventuring item. Um, they, they, they sort of exist in shops throughout the Sword Coast. Uh, it's one of the more popular things for adventurers to have. Going to because yeah, it minimizes equipment useful. weight. Take one of the. I'm assuming that some of these guys have daggers on them or had. Uh, they had. Load their equipment into the bag of holding so they can't lunge for it. Yes. First is like drop a dagger in there, look at it, reach in, pull it out. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, grand total on their person as you guys go through the... I'm assuming you're also rooting through the corpses as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
they had basically aside from the aside from the uh, the bag of holding, which is pretty much uh, the only thing that you guys find. Uh, they also had uh, all of the all of the like masked cultists had daggers. Um, and the two, the two uh, spellcasting cultists had a pair of had a scimitar each. So that would be um, like two, two, two scimitars and seven daggers. Seven daggers. Okay. Seven daggers. Okay. Two scimitars um, seven daggers, and a bag of hold up on the scimitars to Kindlar's going care for one. And all of the cultists are wearing leather armor. How good quality is the scimitar? It is, uh, I mean, it's it's a better construction than the goblin scimitar you've been carrying around. Uh, actually, the scimitar I now have oh. was the Gent yeah. guy. Uh, roughly the same. I, Different design, but roughly the same. It never hurts to have two. I'll take that and yeah. one of the daggers. Yeah, this is this this one is more of a where the, where the Zintarum scimitar was more elven in nature. This one is more Sword Coast like, you know, standard Sword Coast scimitar. And I will be switching out my armor with my my leather armor with one of those because I have shitty leather armor that we pulled off. I think one of the orcs or something like that. They have they have much nicer leather armor though. It is embroidered with the. Uh, with the symbol of Jan Sabin, the Prince of Evil Air. So. Uh, where? Like on the shoulders. I have a cloak, it's fine. <laughs> you can also just shave the logo off with a dagger. Alright. So he gets up, goes over, starts unsummarily stripping armor off one of the dead ones. I'm just going to no. continue Start to lay on the floor and let myself, one. like, melt a bit with thaumaturgy. <laughs> just fizzle. The sleeping ones armor don't have stab wounds in them. It's true. Right. Which we can, so, I can fix the stab wounds if you'd and, like. And while you, guys are, while you guys are rooting through stuff, one of you happens to look out the front door and realize that the tower has stopped moving. Um, it's still floating in the air, but it's no longer moving towards Tribor. That's probably all things considered might be a miracle. Yeah. And you hear no sound from above. Um. So, where's our illustrious host during this whole commotion? Let's look at the rest of the group. Look up the whole uh, so Multiple invisible stalkers or just one? Is the invisible stalker visible now? Uh, no, it just dissipates when it dies. Oh. Air it's elementals. A, it, it's, it's, an, uh, it's an elemental. It, it doesn't actually have a physical form, it's just congealed air that can't be seen. Invisible stalkers are a weird type of air elemental. They are. I just sort of look up to the ceiling. What was what was the name of our host? I'm, it's been a couple weeks. We missed uh, Xenagos. Or is it, sorry, Zephyros. Not Xenagos. That's a different one. Xenagos. That's a different. That's magic the gathering thing. Uh, Zephyros. I just look up. Yes. Zephyros, you up there? No response. Uh, um. 
I'm gonna. How stop. high up is it? Uh, it is. Before you try that, I'm I not use... gonna be climbing. I have teleportation magic. Before you try that, it is a hundred feet up the hole in the sea. I'm not gonna be teleporting. <laughs> I use thaumaturgy <laughs> to amplify my voice. <coughs> Zephyrus. Okay, we'll be down here. The sound of Miracle's voice suddenly booms out, and no response. I teleport 30 feet in the air, and then fall down and take 3d6 damage, and I'm near death again. No. Um, (laughs) Do we have any method of getting up there? Uh... Can you, I mean, can, he said not to go up there. I am going to... Kinvalar, can you send um, relics? It was, I was just thinking that, yes. Um, I let go of relics. Uh, relics, do uh, please go up and see. Be careful. We don't know exactly what's up there. He is a little um, cloud gianty. What are these four guys doing on the ground? What are they doing? Two, I guess. Mm. Safety in numbers. Uh, What are the four guys on the ground doing? So as when they when they when they came to, they just sort of realized they were tied up and their gear was missing, and just continued to lay still. Good for them. They've been in this position before. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the first time you end you end up in a fight. (laughs) Tied up and 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 stripped of all of your that should be a sign to change religions. I mean, cultists be cultists. Yep. So relics and uh, and um uh blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Can you imagine the life of an of a recurring NPC in an adventuring campaign? Uh, relics and red feather uh, fly up. Um, and as Lix heads up, I will lay back down on my back, shut my eyes, and see through. So, through the eyes of Relix, you see uh, the cat fly up with Falcon Buddy in tow. Uh, the cat and the Falcon are sort of a like a animal buddy cop movie now. Um, <laughs> uh, the flying, invisible, seeing cat in the perfectly normal red tail talk. <laughs> yep. Uh, fly up there and land, and inside they once they get up to the second floor, sort of land on the on the lip of that circle. That's a hundred. That 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 circle that's a hundred feet above you. Mm-hmm. Um, they see a large, uh, like sort of a large four poster bed that's sort of nestled into one corner of the second floor. Um, on the other, in the other corner of the second floor, they see what looks to be a large uh, crystal sphere on a stand. Um, opposite the hole is a chest, and between them and the chest is uh, Zephros laying on the floor, passed out, catatonic. Does he look to be breathing? He is breathing. So he just decided to go to sleep in the middle of the floor. I know, I know, I know. That one is a bed right there. (laughs) 
Uh, well, he is not exactly the most. Um... It's true. He is not exactly the most. Um, yeah, that's what they see. Okay. Uh, well, he appears to have fallen unconscious. You do recall that the last thing he said it says eyes to... still shut. You do recall that the last thing he said he was going to do was to consult with the planner entities. I would assume that that involves face planting somehow. I have not consulted with planar entities myself. You can make an arcana roll if you'd like. Sure, why not? 25. So you imagine that, well, probably the easiest way to contact planar entities would be with the spell contact other plane. Right. Um... And you also know that that spell, if used too much or too often, can have drastic mental effects, uh, mental side effects on the caster, Um, and uh, that it is possible that somebody could, you know, brain blast themselves trying to talk to another plane too much. And we do know that he's twitchy, as it is, because of his contacts. Yep. So yeah, open my eyes finally. Miracle, you 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 figure that this is probably related to whatever has made his whatever whatever has already caused him to be eccentric. You don't know exactly what it is, but you figure it's probably related. So I'm assuming that he will be out of commission for a bit. Hopefully, he will be fine after that. Um. I think we have a little bit of time to wait. And I'm sorry, um, where are we? Where have we stopped specifically? Just right where we're. Where, <clears throat> are we anywhere near Alestra? I think is the name of the place that we uh, were heading. Tribor. Um, you were heading. Oh, Alestra is the person that we're yeah, heading yeah, yeah. towards. Yeah, you were heading towards Tribor Alestra in Tribor. Yes. Uh, n- n- Tribor is not yet within sight. You would have been arriving later today, uh, but okay. you sort of stopped and. Uh, well, let's you're, secure you're, the you're, prisoners and take some time to rest. You are above the Tribor Trail is the best, is, is, is the most you can sort of ascertain. Just going to take a peek outside, just go just look around, survey the area. You see a band of adventurers fucking up on the Tribor Trail? No. Um, <laughs> I mean... There's not much... Ha- you're, you're a thousand feet in the air. It's hard to really ascertain anything unless you've got... Superhuman vision. Uh, Miracle, do you want to go send their mounts off to go enjoy their lives or something? You are muted, Aaron. You are you are muted, Aaron. <laughs> oh well, I was going to ask them about that first, and Miracle will quickly um. Remember that he suddenly has more spell slots. <laughs> Tap Kitwen Valar with the level, uh, second level quick year wounds. Um, should have done a thing, but let's see. 
I've had lay on hands this whole time, and now I have suddenly more lay on hands. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You do. You should probably use it. Well, let's see where Queen Valar's health is at after this. You should probably use it on yourself. <laughs> That's why I said let's see where Quinn Valar's health is at after this. I mean, we have the guards tied up. We are not going anywhere. We can probably. I don't really have that much of a bonus, but that's 17 health. Oh, I'm at like 23 now. Yeah. Where does that put your relation to your full? Out of 27. Okay, so I'm going to use the 25 on me that I've got here, which puts me at 31. And the first level one on myself. There's really not much else that we can do at the moment, except oh, perhaps fuck. interrogate the guards. So just take uh, take seven plus two. Okay. Seven. Yeah, one, one of the, one of the d8s you rolled was a seven. Just take that. Okay. Uh, heal yourself for nine. Thanks for letting me heal. Arbitrarily much. That's good. You're welcome. I I am going to take. I am actually all right. I'm fine. And I'm I'm going to go over to the cultists and start asking them detailed questions about their grooming, like how they groom and take care of their birds. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's going to be hell for those cultists. Make an insight check. (laughs) It's gonna it's gonna have a very excited ranger who just beat them up like questioning them about how they take care of Well, So they're not responding to your questions. And you get the sense that they were expecting to be, like, thrown off the tower, not questioned about their rape vultures. So they're a bit confused that they're still alive. I'm gonna keep asking them questions oh. as nicely and politely as I can. And they're not. Come now, we weren't going to be throwing them off of the off of the the tower. If we were going to execute, it would be quick. And we're just going to turn them into the guards at Tribor. Yeah, and we would have done it already if we were going. The nobles <laughs> behind me are probably being assholes out loud, which is really not making this easy. Yep. <laughs> Interesting how they heard the internal aspects of your insight roll too. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am actually taking ten minutes to cast Fine Steed. Okay, it doesn't work. No, it summons a celestial steed. It's like Fine Familiar. Yeah, it summons a celestial steed on the ground. No, it like actively. Let me see. Like, let me see how, do you have the spell card for it? Yes, I do. Put the spell card back. I summon a spirit that assumes the form of an unusually intelligent, strong, and loyal steed, creating a long-lasting bond. Oh no, it does just appear. I always, I always thought it like rode up from nowhere. Previous editions, that's kind of how it worked. Yeah. In previous editions, it was a steed who is nearby is called to your side. It's this yeah. time it's just celestial okay. steed appears. Oh okay. Bum, yeah. It, shockingly, for animal ethics reasons, most of the summon animal spells summon spiritual animals that go back and don't actually manage to get injured or anything. <laughs> and also because animals can die easily. They often do. And it uh, means So do you choose yeah. a warhorse, a pony, a camel, an elk, or a mastiff? Please, I mean, do, a, please do, a, please do a, uh, a camel. Please do a camel. I mean, the, the, the actual animal that would f- 
fit for his bond would have been a like a, a large wolf, but I don't think that's uh, I think that's too high of a CR to actually be his mount. So I'd be a warhorse. Ah, pony. Now we just need to go buy a. Actually, it's fine as long as the, pets. the horse is well taken care of. Miracle doesn't care. That horse is gonna die so many times. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So after that, a if it's minutes, being a ranger, if my animal companion dies, my animal companion just dies. After a couple of minutes, uh, there's sort of a coalescing of uh, sort of radiant energy along one of the walls, and from this coalescing radiant portal, a large white fur, golden hair, uh, armored warhorse just steps out. Do I know this horse's name? Uh, I believe you do. Yeah, and you managed to instantly distract Miracle from, like, mid-question, um, like... Hang on, I'm <laughs> making a thing so that you can have control of it. So do um, you groom them, or do they he take care of their own cleaning? Or is it sort trot, of a mutual, trot, like, trot, they trot. He help out, but you have to... Horsey! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you do innately know uh, the warhorse's name. Um, hang on. Uh, it's name. Uh, it, it 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 is it. You you instinctively know that its name is Gilded Mane. Um, specifically in reference to the almost golden sheen to the to the hair on it uh, to the mane on its neck. Uh, and it is currently wearing uh, just leather barding, which means it has an AC of 12. Um, unless your spell indicates otherwise. Uh, it's just, it just sounds a warhorse. Yeah. I uh, see. So, uh, initially, you have to see it has an intelligence of five or less, and its intelligence gain, becomes six, and it gains the ability to understand one language of your choice that I speak. There you go. Uh, which... Still, in reference to my bond, will be probably orcish. Okay. Uh, yes, by this point, Red, uh, red Feather and uh, Sweet, I come speak back. orcish. Uh, okay. This is... Fix this so you can control it. As you're making me come up with tokens on the fly. There it is. Boom. Okay. And this is yours to control. And it is a celestial. Celestial uh, warhorse. A celestial warhorse. So, yeah, you guys are hanging around. What are you doing? I mean... As the horse appears, it's just, I Welcome, Gilded Mane. I suspect we'll have many adventures together. It sort of nudges you with its face. Mm. 
So... Whips its head, causes the mane to flip. Any idea of how to get the castle moving again? Yes, wake up the giant, I would assume. Which we're not really going to be doing, so... Unless anybody can levitate a hundred feet. Well, I um, suspect we've got some time to rest. That's Let's exactly yes. Secure the captives and rest ourselves. Alright. So you tie the captives up and you go ahead and take a long rest? Yep. Alright. So is there anything anyone is doing over the course of the long rest? Hmm? I want to poke around the desk. Is it just a table or is it, it is actually a desk? Just a table. Okay. It is massive. It is... Hang on, I can tell you exactly how tall it is. It is 20 feet high. As is the chair on the other side. So you'd have to climb to get into the chair if you wanted to. But that's pretty much it. There's nothing other than that. Nothing special about it. Alright, so you all take uh, Kindler is mostly just working on uh, uh, doing some spellbook management and switching out to spells. And... Miracle's going to continue asking the cultist questions. Alright. Kindler is totally fine with that. That is, that is their penance for being <laughs> evil. The cultists do not answer any of Miracle's questions. Primarily because they are confused and not sure how to take this whole scenario. And they're not certain if this is a trick, and if answering any of the questions will cause you to then kill them. And they are, with the with the earnesty and, fervor- and fervorance that uh, uh, Miracle is asking these questions, they're pretty certain that if they tell Miracle anything, Miracle will have no more use for them. So, they, they, they're pretty certain those answers are the only thing keeping them alive. Um... So, Miracle is just asking these questions so genuinely and, like, super curious about every aspect of taking care of giant flying birds that you use for battle things. And these cultists are like, holy crap, we're gonna die. Pretty much. and Which just does not... Phase the tiefling. The tiefling is just continuing to ask questions. If we tell her what they eat, they're going to feed us to them. No, no. It's a fate much worse than death. It's questioning by our ranger. So, after after uh, a long rest, after a few hours, you guys get your stuff back, you get your health back and everything. Um, you hear a stirring from above. Um... And Zephyros sort of floats back down. Oh, well, uh, after some deliberation with uh, my extra plan of friends, I've decided that I do not, in fact, wish to help any of the uh, followers of Yan Sabin, and thus you can all leave. And he claps his hands, and without even realizing that half of them are dead. Um, he claps his hands, and all of the cultists... Blink out of existence. (laughs) 
Well, Miracle Waves goodbye to her. Kidvar just sort of blinked. Was he was probably easy. still interrogating one of them. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sort of mid-sentence. You mid-sentence and, and it's just like a... And they're gone. It's like, it's, it's like that stereotypical, like, cartoon pop. Yeah. That's just a puff of smoke. No smoke, no. It's just they ceased to exist in that area. Um, I'm going to arcana roll to see exactly if he just teleported them or, or if he, if he actually sent them to yeah. another yeah. plane, disintegrated what? them, or what? Make an arc. Make an arc uh, 16. Uh, he plane shifted them. <laughs> Kinvar blinks, blinks again, and then just starts laughing. <laughs> I mean, they worship the they worship the demon lord of evil air. So send him the send him to that place. Yeah. Anyway, now that that business is oh, I forgot to return this to them. He says, holding out this small pouch of du- of pixie dust. Uh, I would I'll feel bad. Hold on to it. that for you. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, yes. Why? Why don't you? And he he hands down this uh, uh, tiny bag of pixie dust to you. Uh, tiny to him. To you, it's like satchel size. Uh, uh, hands it down. Let's go. No. Catch it. Do you have a Good. satchel of pixie dust? Satchel of pixie dust. Uh, uh, Vault, I'm trusting you to handle the bag of holding for now. Okay. Should I stuff it into the bag of holding. Yes, this might come in handy. Uh, we'll lean over to Kinvler. What do you use pixie dust for? <laughs> Can I make With that a 20, what roll? do I yeah. what do, <laughs> Arcana, what do you use pixie dust Careful, for? You can also make an Arcana roll if you'd like. Natural one. <laughs> Miracle, you snort it. <laughs> pretty certain it's drugs. <laughs> it's not for me, but, you uh, know. Convalar, uh, it has a variety of, uh, of effects that it can potentially do. Um, it, it, pixie dust is as fickle as the pixies that it is harvested from. Um, it can potentially give somebody the ability to fly. Uh, it can apparently, it, it can, uh, knock someone unconscious for a minute. Um, it can cause people to be, it, it can cause confusion on the, on anybody that, uh, that, uh, that is applied, that has it applied to themselves. And it can make you come invisible for an hour. Um... Is that so, like different types of pixie dust do that, does, or one pixie dust can do four different things? One pixie dust can do one any can of that. do all those different things. Um, so it had hmm. uh, it can also it can also substitute for the material component of any enchantment of enchantment spell of third level or lower, regardless of cost. Uh, well, it in terms Ooh. of actual use, it perhaps may not best for for our use because it 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 can have random effects both very good and very bad um it might be worth something to 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 enchanters in in tribor um it's not a a school that i particularly uh, uh um not a school that i particularly utilize Although, and not to the not that would require those sorts of those sorts of components. Any way to control what it does, or is it just no, no, proof no. and hope for the best? 
poof, you fly, poof, you walk off the cloud tower. Yes, it's good to know. I'm sure somebody will be happy to purchase it, though. Once you just find the proper wizard. You can always use it and see what happens. You can, but Kindvelar is not <laughs> going to suggest that. Because drugs <laughs> oh. are bad, MK. MK. Oh, well. Now that that's been settled, yeah. I believe we will... Continue on our way. Come on, sorry. Did, did you have anything you wish to say, small one? Sorry, what? You were trying to talk and... Oh, I said yes, Tribor. Ah, okay. Because I'm assuming he forgot. Yes, Tribor. Yes. But away we go. And you feel the sudden lurching as the tower begins to move again. Uh, this time, it takes much less time. It, a couple of hours later, and the tower stops again. We have arrived at your destination. Your desired location. Uh, Wonder. You would find that your horses are still here, unless they wandered off the cloud. <laughs> I don't think that's likely. Uh... Mean uh, even odds. Uh, you will find that the stairs are more than capable of taking you to the ground. As I said previously, the 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 the, the planner contacts that I have have indicated that I probably shouldn't interfere too terribly much with your adventures, else I could potentially bring disaster to the reconstruction of the ordning. But if there's anything that I can do, trust that I will do. Ah. And, uh... Yes, well... It, uh, merry adventures and be on your way! I, 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 I believe, yes. Yes, thank you so much for your help. Um, I believe we shall. And I, I'm going outside, and my first thought is to look and see if the vultures are still there, just out of curiosity. Nope. That is also my first thought. They are not there. Oh, I do not mention where they probably got sent to. <laughs> that is probably smart. Because Miracle's just happy that they're back with the people who are taking really good care of them. <laughs> On the elemental plane of fire. <laughs> or, you know, in the abyss. Somewhere. So, are our horses still tied up outside? They are indeed still outside. Oh my god, horses have survived more than one location? <laughs> I'm confused. I don't know what this means. It means that they weren't immediately put in any danger. And that you weren't careless in where you left them. That's what it means. As far mm -hmm. as I'm aware. Uh, so, you step outside, you find your horses, and you find this stair, this cloud-like staircase heading down. 
and just Let's lead the ghost. horse down. And fortunately, Gilded Mane and I have like perfect telepathic synchronicity, so I can actually ride him down the stairs. Yeah, you, you, you guys don't have to make a roll. You're good. Uh, so yeah, you all head down and into Tribor. So, uh, Tribor is a bustling mercantile, uh, mer- mer- mercantile, mercantile town. I don't know why I missed the last part of that word. Um, <laughs> it stands where the long road meets the Evermore Way. Uh, it's it's also the name. Uh, it's also the name of uh, the trail that leads to and from it, uh, from the high road. Uh, the Tribor's name is thought to have come from a traveler's tale of slaying three boars here in the same day, but that was over 400 years ago, and travelers tend to drink a lot. So whether or not it's accurate doesn't necessarily matter. It's called Tribor. Uh, it's built on flat, fertile land from one end of the town. You can see straight to, to, the, other, to the other side. Um, there aren't a whole lot of natural rises within the town itself, although there are some surrounding it and outside it. Um, and it is fairly... Mostly, it's a farming community. Like there is, there's certainly, um, there is certainly an amount of uh, of uh, of like uh, suburban city to it, but it's mostly trade and farming. Um, and you have all arrived. Um, on you, you, you. Those of you that are a little bit more more world wary than others, uh, realize that you are on the Tribor Trail, uh, which is currently north, um, northwest. Uh, so northwest coming into town. So let me put you guys on the map. Woohoo! And grab thine tokens. So we've got to go tell a person that they're. So you are all basically here. Give us the camera ping, please. Yep, I'm, I'm just I'm moving you so that you're on top of the horse rather than behind it. Mm. <clears throat> okay, uh, FYI. All the people that are in the houses, we can see. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't... Okay. Yep. They... We don't know who they are. We don't know who any of them are yet, so... Also, I'm going to make you appropriately sized. <laughs> Quinn Valar is like twice the size of Miracle now for no reason. <laughs> Giant horse. Horse. Horse is large sized. You are medium, therefore the horse takes up four of you. Uh, all right. Yeah, you are on the trail, coming in from the northwest into Tribor. All right. So who is it that we were supposed looking at the others? Who are Alestra. we supposed to meet here? Alestra. She apparently yeah. runs a branch of the arms. Lion Lion Shield? Yes. Um, Something about her... Her uh, husband died in the thing with the goblins. He was the the corpse the rats were eating. Yes. And so we need 
her to basically they need to send a representative to the city we were at because there's no also, one running that anymore. Also, and also her husband's dead and she might not want to know. Yes. Sorry, what was that? Which Miracle it. says in a very idealistic way, I'm just kind of tired. Yes. Hmm? All right. Well, let us head, into, head into town and we will find find somebody. I'm sure that will direct us to where, to to hmm. Madame Alestra. Typically the hardest place to find. So, you all head into town. And roughly about the time you get me grab your tokens so that Got it. move you all. Uh as you sort of roughly move into the center of town where there's this sort of fort um in the middle here. Uh you he- uh, uh you sort of just as you're walking the sun is sun has risen high in the air. Uh and all of a sudden, you start hearing sort of screams uh, coming from the east side of town, uh, followed followed immediately by the sound of a man yelling, Giants, run! And you hear... <laughs> as this massive rock just falls from the sky and smashes into an old cart nearby, splintering it. Uh, a cloud of dust sort of erupts from the wreckage, and as it does, a second a second rock <laughs> hits the ground, uh, tumbling through a fence nearby, uh, <sighs> slamming into the wall of a building, and just all around you, people begin to scatter, shrieking in terror. Um, the frosted warners of this, we should go see what we can do. Look up in the sky. It is a different in the direction of, of yes. Uh, Look you up big, in the sky. Big perception checks. <laughs> there are giants in the sky. Uh, big, tall, terrible giants in the sky. Thirteen. Twenty. Twenty-three. Ten. So all of you notice that there are no floating castles in the sky. No, yes. But, but the rocks are being thrown from a direction. You do, however, notice, yes, that they are coming from the east. And upon looking out that direction, you can very easily see... No, it's not. Those. Those. You can very easily see the towering, lumbering, red-maned, fiery-complexion form of a pair of fire giants uh, on the hill uh, to the east. I stop running. Because <laughs> oh, that's a lot of bloody fun. Bloody hell. <laughs> yes, my thoughts exactly. <laughs> At this point, I cast Goodberry. Uh, so you see so in addition to these giant boulders uh, sort of crashing around you also see uh, these large um, 
bird like like horse sized birds uh being ridden by orcs uh rolling past the rolling past the uh the giants uh, and down a hill out of sight from where you are currently um uh and th- and these sort of f- almost impish like creatures of flame crawling off the giants and dropping down out of view and beginning to spread throughout uh, there's a there's a alarm bell, bing, bing, ding, 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 ringing from that central t- that uh, central tower, and you see, um, a a very sort of uh, armored and put together uh, woman uh, coming out of the town, calling out to people and sort of like trying to get trying to sort of herd uh, civilians away. And looking over, noticing you, she points at, at you. You there? Are you adventurous? Uh, yes, and I yes. believe we're headed that way. And <laughs> I say point to these. Not follow- the term I would use, but yes. Good. Then follow me. We need to. We need to do something about this. Um. So I need you guys to roll me some initiative as we determine what's going on here in Tribor. Do do do. Add you the turns. Twenty-two. All right. Um. People are rolling in the double digits. What's going on? Uh, right. Go ahead, you can go ahead and uh, uh, Gilded Main is just going to move on your initiative. No, we're file. not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, some of us are rolling in double digits. Yeah, I think the rules for, like, mounts is they move on your turn, but they have their full turn. Because <laughs> they can trample yeah, and stuff. Yeah, there are rules for mounted combat. Um, they're in the animals travel section. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull those up so I know what I'm doing. Yes, but we're, we're just going to have uh, your horse act on your initiative. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just... Letting William know, because there's, like, special rules for things like javelins, I think. Yeah, I'm going to check and find out what what we got here in a second. And for armor class. Alright. Let's get these guys on their initiatives. I actually turned off the turn order. That was not smart of me. I have... I won. Alright. Uh, so, first of all, uh, before, we're, we have your initiative rolled, but we're not going to be referencing it just yet, because uh, you're not actually in combat yet. Um, uh, Darathra, uh, the woman who uh, called out to you, uh, begins running down this sort of central path, uh, drawing a great sword off of her back um, as she does so. And you notice that there are a few other individuals that are uh, moving throughout the town, also drawing weapons. Um, and they are... Yeah. Um 
the uh, and and as they as they begin to move, you notice that the rain of boulders has stopped as they sort of the initial uh, sort of shotgun of boulders um, has congregate has ceased, and you see various people moving to intercept uh, enemies in various locations. Uh, the woman who came out sort of indicates to you guys that you should pick a spot you feel most comfortable defending from and support the other defenders who are in town. Um, so, where are each of you going? Are you all following her, going straight at them? Or are any of you breaking off to the north or south to try to help other members of the sort of defense of this town? What are you doing? Um, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself, which, okay. with my bounded mount, extends to the mount as well. Okay. Uh, so both of our ACs raised by two. I can concentrate on that for ten minutes. And I think I'm... I Everyone find a spot where you're most useful. I'm going to try and intercept some of those mounted riders. Um, and I'm going to try and I catch see... the mounted orcs. Any routes or paths that seem less guarded? Um, Make me a perception check. My mount is intelligent, which 18. means it can act independent of me. Uh, so you notice that the so you notice that there seem to be more people on the south side of town than the north side of town. Um, so the, the north seems to have a slightly weaker uh, bulk of defense. Okay. Then I'm going to find somewhere on the north side where I've got a good vantage point with my bow to be far away from all the things, but shoot them. Okay. And then so throw out a... What? Uh, so the uh, one of the, so one of one of uh, a fairly good spot that you can just sort of instantly see um, is this building um, right over here. Just I think to, you maybe oh. just to the north, uh, just to the north yeah, of the square you're in. Um, it's a smithy and it has a pretty high roof. You could probably climb up to it and get a good vantage point. Uh, I'm going to need yep. you to make either an athletics or an acrobatics check to, to get up there. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. 19. Over to here. Why it's still on that, I don't know. Oh, fixed. Um, 19? Yeah, so you, you run up to this uh, this smithy, uh, which very clearly, uh, as you get there, you see the uh, sort of the, the ironworking gear and, and supplies that are outside. Um, and just jump up on a barrel, leap up, grab the sign, pull yourself up and get up on the roof. Uh, uh, where you've got a pretty good vantage point. And then a, if I have time, I'm going to use a spike growth. Alright, which does what? Uh, it's a... It's basically a trap spell, um, but it's got a 150 foot range, so I'm going to... If I can get it somewhere that might intersect with their the course these giants are taking... That'll work. Um, if not, just so people can't get to me. Uh, it's got 150 feet. You said. Yeah. Uh, you can probably uh, 
you you can probably launch it over into this field. Um, All right. To the side of one of the northern defenders. Uh, mm-hmm. That will probably help him uh, not get overrun immediately. Yeah, I'll do that then. Um, uh, it's concentration, but right now I'm pretty far away from things, so that's not a huge issue. So you you sort of angle up onto the roof here and look over and focus, and as you do, the ground just sort of begins to sort of grow. It was previously clear cut mm-hmm. and sort of grows a bush, like sort of in this 20 yard area yep. over there, or in this 20 foot uh, area over there. It doesn't seem out of place, but you know mm-hmm. that it is it is your uh, spike growth there. Um, all right. They have uh, to make a perception check to notice it if they didn't see me cast. Yep, and it doesn't look like, and for just from your from 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 your perspective of what you can see, it doesn't look like they're paying too much attention as they're cool. Uh, all right, uh, Quinvalar, which way are you going? Uh, I am. I'm not gonna let uh, um, uh, Big I'm not gonna let them. Charge up on fire giants alone. <laughs> so, against his better judgment, he's following. Uh, so, make a perception check real quick. Okay. Six. Uh. Even from even with a six, you notice the fire giants don't seem too particularly worried about moving forward just yet. Um, it looks like they are waiting for something. Okay. Um, and you do know that you know uh, you obviously you do know that Fyron did charge off on his horse, uh, following after her. So. Oh, I thought I misunderstood. I thought Fyron was going up. Were you? Wait, which way were you going? Northern I thought way. you were going straight. Uh, I was going. Probably for straight the east because I forever. I was I was I was headed for yeah the mounted riders yeah there are mounted riders sort of spread out heading into the town in in multiple areas yeah because the the mounted riders can get the farthest and do the most damage so I need to intercept them yeah so fi- firing was heading straight east uh, okay um, I'll, be, I'll be moving around the battlefield because I'll be trying to hunt down all the mounted riders uh, you do have your horse by the way I mean, maybe yes. Pull up a horse token real quick. Oh, it's fine. Oh, it's Just fine. assume I'm on a horse. Yeah, you, you, um, you are on a riding horse. Which I will probably not be for long, because I am not in mounted. I am not a mountain combatant, combatant in yeah, I'll, regularity. Um, I'll use my horse to move fast and then ditch it. <laughs> I will actually... You have, you have control of that horse, by the way. I'm going to go up this direction. All right. Because uh, to give Miracle some backup in case attackers overwhelm him. And... Because we probably shouldn't leave one one avenue of travel into the town on... on Protected. All right, and Farbolt, where are you heading? Um, I'm gonna head over towards this direction here. Uh, most uh, I'm looking for 
cover to hide behind either the trees or the houses, uh, looking for probable avenues that they're going to be coming through so that um, I can hopefully jump them from from an ambush. Okay, so make I, me a perception check. Okay, uh, so you notice uh, you notice that this area, this this building right here, um, looks to be an inn of some kind where you, that you could probably uh, get in and pass through, um, and also provides you an avenue to help defend both the southernmost defenders uh, and the sort of centralized area where the so the the, the woman with the great sword was heading. Yeah, because I figured between the buildings and the trees, it give me somewhere to hide. Yep. Yeah. So you you right off uh, in this direction. Alright, and so as you all prepare to engage this massive force that is attacking the city of Tri- the town of Tribor, we're going to take a quick break. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Go ahead and stretch your legs, get drinks, do whatever you need to do. We'll be back momentarily. And we're back! Uh, or we would be if Skype hadn't also minimized and caused everything to be frozen there in the... Uh, in the OBS window. Anyways, <laughs> so we have divvied up assignments of in- certain NPCs to our player characters. They are in control of a, of, of a couple of different folks. Go ahead. We're going to go around real quick just so you guys, just so the audience knows who you're controlling. William, what NPC are you controlling? I am I am controlling Darath Rashendrel. You want me to read the like the little bio blurb? Uh, just just who she is. not not the second part, but the first part, yeah. and and then what she does. Darathra is the Lord Protector of Tribor, uh, takes her duty very seriously, and uh, ha- rides on a giant unarmored warhorse named Buster and carries a great sword to smash people with. All right, and Jeremy, who are you controlling? I'm controlling uh, Othavir, a gifted harness maker who doesn't talk about his family or where he came from, and he is, by all looks of it, a sorcerer. Yep. Uh, and With a rapier. And Aaron, who are you controlling? I'm playing or controlling Dars Helgar, who is a he rogy person with maybe a checkered past. That's good. <laughs> and Jer- uh, and Jeff, who are you controlling? I'm controlling Narth. Uh, he sells gear to adventurers, and he himself has a very adventurous spirit. Very much go big or go home. All right, uh, and just uh, just go ahead and confirm that you guys can move their tokens once you found yep. them. Uh, yep. North is North is down there in that southern square, Jeff. Um, yeah. Yep. All right. So we've got North down on the south down on the south square next to. Why did I? Why did I do that? I, Urgala. I, next to Urgala. Uh, we've got uh, Othavir, who's up in the north, up defending the northern side. We've got uh, I can't remember her name, the the Lord Protector of the Realm, following uh, in a riding up with uh, with Firen, and then we've got uh, Dars, who's hiding in a cornfield currently, waiting for his chance to strike. Is he currently hidden? He is currently hidden. Yes, he made a high right. check before you received control of him. All right, and so first up on the initiative order from where you are currently at, as these as this raiding party uh, falls down into the valley uh, that is Tribor, is Quinvalar. 
You're riding right. up, you're riding up the riding up the long road heading north. Yep. Apparently. And he is going to continue riding. I'm not sure on movements or we're gonna play a little loose with it right now because it's like okay. a large scale thing. Do de do de do de do de do And the horse the horse moves into the horse moves on your movement but doesn't use your movement, so Right. Uh the horse's movement is forty feet, I think. Okay. So it can dash eighty feet. Uh, riding horse is 60 feet. About 60 there. feet. Ah, so you have a okay. Bit. So about there. Yep. Um, and, it can, and it can probably dash. Kindvalar is going to, I don't have anything good for prepping right now. Um... You know what? Just in case I end up taking, I end up taking an attack early because there's not much else I can do from where I'm at. Yeah, everything's too far away. I'm going to cast Blade Ward on myself, so that way I am potentially not dead this round. So this, uh, so Quinvalar, while riding, just sort of holds a hand up, and this sort of metallic sheen uh, covers him. Uh, you're going to continue riding the horse further? Yes. All right. Well, I think that was pretty close to... You rode 60? Oh. Yeah, that okay. was about 120 feet okay. as it was. Yeah. All right, then it's Othavir. So Othavir, right. Othavir came out of the... Uh, came out around that building, uh, saw the oncoming horde of magmen, saw the ranger from the rooftop over cast a spell in that area, so he knows something is there. Okay. Um, and he um, has line of sight on mag- on some magmen and orcs and orogs. All right, so he will magmen. Not so good of an option for the spells that he has. I think the orcs are a little bit too far out of range for. Oh no, no! So he is going to firebolt. Yeah, hundred twenty feet. Um. Well, he'll move up a little bit because he's going to have to, but move up just now so he's in range. He's going to firebolt one of those orcs because or I think which, yeah, which bolt's going to require him to get way too close. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me rush right up. It's okay. I'm an NPC. I can die. Um, yeah, which, 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 bolt is, which bolt is basically a lightning leash? Yes. Um, so Firebolt and a 13 on that orc motherfucker right there. Uh, the one on the ground or the one on the axe beak? Uh, the one on the ground, because the one on the axe beak, I'm assuming that house is in between. Uh, no, you can, you can get an angle on it. There's like, you can go around, like sort of step back and fire past the house. than the one on than the mounted one for sure. Okay, then that hits. So okay, so use, six fire damage. So it's gonna make a, it's gonna try to make a save. Uh, it manages to stay on the back of the axe beak as it tri- as it as it's rushing past right towards that dwarf with a battle axe who is about to tear some shit up. All right, they uh, don't have very trained uh, mounts. Uh, so is that Othavir's turn? Damn it. That is Othavir's turn. 
right. is a sorcerer, so he only gets one cool action per round. I mean, that wasn't a bad. That was not a bad use of fire. No, no, just that shut was down one of the better. On yeah, that was not bad for me. Nope. All right, uh, so that makes it Dorothra's turn, which is uh, William. Yep. Uh, so Dorothra is on her, her war horse. You can ride 120 feet to get right up and intercept this guy. Yep. So she could just try to take the orc off the off the off the axe beak. Yep. Make the attack. Two great sword attacks. So the eight is going to miss, but the twenty-four does hit, uh, dealing fourteen damage, and she just runs up and. Uh... Oh wait, hang on. Uh, okay, no, it was great sword damage, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she just thump, unseats this orc, and it just collapses to the ground, dead. Just crunch. This, so yeah, this 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 uh, lightly clad woman. She's wearing a breastplate and not, and sort of like a long cloak, uh, like normal clothes behind it. With this, just. Let's her horse ride, guiding it with her knees, gets that great sword out, and just rides past an orc on an axe beak, taking him off the seat. Miracle. Okay. Um let's just check that again. Yeah, the closest of the these guys I can get, um, Alright, I'll roll an attack. And do I get a... You actually have a bit of a range boost because you're a little higher up, so uh, when it, when you're aiming at something, uh, qualify the range as about 20, as about uh, 30 feet shorter than it actually indicates. Okay, so I have disadvantage. Not that that would have hit anyway, but... Uh, no, 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 no. Thir- sorry. Uh, as, if you were, as if you were measuring to a point 30 feet shorter, so you're well in oh. range. Okay. Because you're 30 feet off. So the second attack would hit? Parabolic arcs. The first attack... uh, The first attack would miss, but the second attack would hit, yes. Yay, crits. That would be 10 damage. So one of these little magma dudes just... And as it... As it... As it lands, it just sort of explodes. So, So the arrow punches through its face, and it collapses backward, exploding in sort of a fiery burst... Uh, fortunately, while it did light, while it while it did hit the other magmen next to it, they're immune to fire. So, but you did kill um, one of these. I mean, I wouldn't feel too bad about hurting the other oncoming enemies with fire. True. All right. Uh, so those were your two attacks. Did you have anything else? Nope. All right. Uh, that makes it Urgala. So Urgala uh, is going to. Move up into this sort of alleyway right here and just brace herself to fucking murder anything that gets nearby. Uh, actually no, she's got a she's got a short bow. She's gonna quick swap that up and fire twice. Missing one, hitting a second, uh doing two points of damage. Um Barble. Okay. Um Just 
going to kind of step out here. This will be a, probably a, with a short bow at the orc up here. Can I see him if I step out? Yeah, you can see him. Yeah. Uh, it'll. This will be a disadvantage. That's fine. I'm um, just going to take a shot with the short bow. Okay. No, oh, hey. Not bad. Uh, an 18 hits. Roll damage. Seven. And then I... You were hidden from him, so you did get your sneak attack. Oh, I did. Okay. Cool. Uh, Which actually means that that would have been not normal, not disadvantage. So, I mean, you hit, you hit regardless. You didn't hit, though. No. So another seven points of damage. So 14 points of damage. You just Point pop out. Seven. Gonna use your cunning action, and then they're gonna use my cunning action to hide. Yep. So go ahead and make a hide check. Oops, I'm uh, still the, a disadvantage. The first roll. So check that. <laughs> Jeff, you are roboting hard, but you rolled a nineteen for yourself, so you are you duck back behind a wall. Uh, that makes it Magman's turn. Yeah, I know. My... Uh, so this crowd of Magmen run into. The uh, area of effect for spike growth. So what happens there, uh, Aaron? Aaron is stepped away. All right. Um, spike growth deals deals two d four piercing damage for every five feet they travel through it. So do they have a save against it, or do they just stumble? No, they, it? if they're walking through it, and they they can make a wisdom perception check to recognize it's hazardous. But uh, if they're walking through it, they're taking five feet. They're taking every five feet. They hit two d four piercing so damage. So they are trying to rush Othovir, which means that they are going to take all twenty feet of that spike growth. Damn! Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. So that's two d four times. That's two d four four times. So Aaron, I think you're muted. But roll two d four damage for the first five feet. Let's see how far they get into it. And does it stay, or does it go away? Five damage. Um, it's concentration, concentration up minutes. to ten minutes. It's just an area of effect. It doesn't say it. Okay, sweet. I mean, smart creatures probably notice, oh, that's a damaging area. Well, they have um, an intelligence of eight, so... Um, roll me another 2d4. Six. All right. All of these magmen just explode all over your spike growth. That's amazing. They, they, they only made it 10 feet in before dying. They didn't have a whole lot of time to realize what was happening. <laughs> yeah, no. Just... <laughs> I told you that was going to be a useful thing to cast. It is. Uh, my NPC sorcerer thanks you for his life. So yeah, he just, sort of, <laughs> he just sort of looks at this army of flaming things charging at him, and then they just pop, 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 pop. He's like, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> they all explode before they get to him. Um, that makes it Gelrin's turn. Gelrin runs up this slight hill and drops off of it onto this Orog. Because he's a badass like that. I love Dwarf Rangers. Hitting the first one. Failing the second one. He's not a ranger, he's a blacksmith. Um. He's got Giant Slayer. I mean, yeah, yeah he, does, he does have Giant Slayer, which is a ranger. Uh, so yeah, he smacks it for eight. Slashing damage. First one. The second one misses, though. 
All right, uh, that makes it. The fire giants sort of step back and wait, waiting for, waiting to see what's happening with their forces. Uh, now it's the Orog's turn. Two of them continue in the path of the magmen because <laughs> they were already charging. Uh, oh, that's they do, amazing. They do stop after the first five feet, though, so... Where they take three damage because they, both, they didn't pull very well. They both take three damage and then stop and step back out of it and try to figure out how to get around this. Um... Wait till the axe beak runs, that is the, runs through it. That is the that single most effective use of spike growth I've DC ever seen. 11. Uh, let's see if they can figure out where it's at, or what was hurting them, or if they're just going to try to rough, it, rough through it. DC 11, you said? DC 11. Uh, they fail. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea where the spikes are. So they just sort of, they just sort of stand there taking their turn trying to figure out how to get to the sorcerer. Um, <laughs> other ones, however, moves in to attack the lady on horseback. Um, Rathra has an AC of 14. Her horse has an AC of 11. Uh, they hit her. She takes 12 points of slashing damage with one attack. The other one misses. Uh, and this one moves in over here and is sort of running, runs up to north, doesn't, isn't able to attack north this round, but runs up to north. Um, which makes it the Axe Beak's turn. They continue on carrying their prize. Uh, this one runs right into the thing because it is dumb as hell. And it's being forced to charge, so it charges. Axe beaks are, are not a smart animals. It's it oh, charges. Wait, that's it charges the wrong roll. It charges all the way through the uh, spike tra- the spike thing. So, so how many d fours would that be? Five Four times. Five two d four. So two d four five times. So two. I'll, all right. I want to see if it stops before it gets to the edge of it, basically. Oh, no, it's a 20-foot radius. It's actually going through 40 feet if it's going straight across. Oh, well, in that case, roll me um, 20 divided by 5... 40 divided by 5 is... Uh, 8. 5, eight? 10, yeah, eight, eight. 8. 8 times 2, so only 16 16 d4. D4. Good fucking god. Usually people don't go through the entire This is the single spell. most effective use of spike growth I've ever seen and it's not even close. Well, axe beaks are mounts, so it's being charged but it's being forced yeah, forward no, by I, its I book. agree. I am not disagreeing <laughs> with you. Six yeah, like four would be 45 damage. So it kills the axe beak, tossing the orc free. I'm going to say the orc lands on the other side, but still takes 10 feet of damage. So give me 44 more. 10 damage. 10 damage as it rolls out of the spike grows onto the other side. Yeah, that's the thing about orcs. They don't care about their mounts, so they're just going to charge it through the spikes. Well, this that sucks for him when he lands on his butt in the spike. This axe, this axe beak, which no longer has its mount, just fucks off because it doesn't want to be here. Is <laughs> a smart axe beak. This one charges in at from the roof. Miracle is oh, good beastie. Does Miracle feel bad about the other axe beak that died charging into his spell? 
I mean, he's angry at the cat for driving at the through. person riding it. Now make yeah. orcs turn. So uh, orcs are getting attacks on Othavir. One orcs getting attacked okay. on Othavir. Othavir does have parry, so the melee attack, his armor class is plus two for this. So currently it's 13, so that makes it 15. Correct. Uh, which is a miss, so this orc comes in with a great axe, swinging it, and he just takes that rapier and ting! Knocks the great axe aside. Um, the other two are attacking Gelrin. And fucking missing. This <laughs> Gelrin gets that, so these orcs come in on either side of him with on axe beaks and just start raining blows down with their axes, and he just gets that shield up and ting ting knocks him aside. Um, this orc rides through the grass heading this way. I ride through the corn heading that way. Um, this one tries. This one can't get to can't get to North yet, so just holds. Um. Oh yeah, these magmen. I forgot to move these magmen. These magmen move in and start attacking her. But only two of them can get attacks off right now. Uh, and they both miss. Um, That makes it North's turn. North is going to take a stab with his short sword at this one in front of him. Alright. Uh, that misses. Uh, and and he is going to use his cunning action to disengage and move back over this way to support Olgoth. Urgala. Urgala. Moving back next to Urgala is always a good move. Um. All right. That makes it the other fire giant's turn, who's still waiting. That makes it Dar's turn. Dar's. Okay. Dar's is gonna... From his being hidden, he has advantage. Hmm? So he's gonna use his sling to attack the mount. The mount or the orc on top of it? Um, I don't know if he can reach the orc on top of it, because it's a little bit of a... If he can reach the mountain, he can reach the orc. Okay. Then he can reach the orc, yeah. Go for the orc. Alright. Um, does 22 hit? A 22 does indeed hit. Then that's 6 bludgeoning damage with an additional something for... Uh, so sneak attack, it, it should say what his sneak attack damage is, and you can just yep. roll it. Seven. So six plus seven. I didn't realize it auto rolls advantage. It Sorry, does. I won't re-roll it, no, it in the future. Does he get multiple attacks or just one? He gets one attack because it doesn't say multi-attack anywhere on his character sheet. Alright, and yeah, you just so he, he he sort of pokes his head out of the corn that's right there, gets a sling out. And this rock just cracks this orc in the face and knocks it off the axe beak. Dead. Oh. Bam! Alright, that makes it. Uh, is he gonna. Uh, so he didn't move, so he. Uh, I don't. He doesn't, have, he doesn't have cutting action, though, so he just does sit there in the cornfield. Partially obscured. Well, yeah. 
All right, Fyron, it makes it your turn. Uh, you just so... saw you just saw an orc get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, so he, the axe beak is probably no longer a threat. So Fyron's going to ride past it and take a swipe at the orog. All right, a pair of swipes actually. Make your attacks. First swing is a six, second one is a fifteen. Both of those miss as you ride past this orog and it gets its weapon up in the way and just ting knocks your longsword wide. Mm-hmm. Alright, that makes us back to the top of the round. Kindlar. Alright. Kindlar is going to urge his mount onward to full dash so that gets him about there. More or less. You come riding around the corner of those buildings, and you you can you have a clear line of sight between it's these. Going two up buildings. right through, yeah. To, um, and he is going to do, 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 do. good. That's within range. He is going to try and strike the orc on top with Melf's acid arrow. All right, maybe attack. Nineteen. Nineteen hits. So that is 10 acid damage this round, and he has to make... No, no it wait. It, it doesn't matter. That's right. Because the 10 acid kills this him. round. Okay. So you, you, you ride up, hold up, an, hold up a hand, this green viscous uh, arrow of acid just shoots past and just slams into this orc, eating his face away as he falls off the, uh, the axe beak. Awesome. Uh, and that is my action. All right. Othavir. All right, Othavir, now that he's got somebody within close range, is going to... uh, Yeah. Othavir is going to... Oh, shit, he's going to hit me, too. But I don't think he cares. I mean, he Um, he does have a rapier. He does have a rapier. And this guy Um, took a bunch of damage. Oh no! Yeah, wait, York, York, York took ten damage from sliding through the thorns. Unless his axe right died. So, never mind. So, yeah, he'll go ahead and do that. <laughs> Although I did kind of like the idea of him not giving a fuck and hitting me. <laughs> um, <laughs> what does it yeah. say when you're using an NPC to harm yourself? <laughs> I mean, so not a nine. Technically self-inflicted. Uh, a nine. He really should have just thunder waved. Yeah, no, I probably should have, because a nine misses. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> stick with what... He's like, stick with what I'm good at, Othavira. Stick with what you're good at. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Durathra is going to get a flanking position on this Orog with fire, and they're starting to do the, like, the circling the horse around the target thing. It just swooped down with advantage on that greatsword. Yep. Twice. First attack. Uh, that hits. Second attack. 19. That hits. So that's 24 slashing damage total. Oh yeah, no, she just she just comes around, and while it's busy, like, fending you off, she just comes around and wham, wham, and just sends him reeling. He's still up, but... Greatsaurus hit hard, man. They do. Um... Miracle. Just as a note, I think my camera may have not be showing up right now, but... We can see you. I see you, yeah. Okay, great. 
that's all that actually matters. So, um, Miracle is going to... The, um, the roof you are on, by the way, is high enough that you can slightly see over it and see what's happening in this... Uh, in the, in the, over the roof next door and see what's happening over here. And they've got that for now. I'm going to shoot this orc before he figures out a way around the, my spikes. All right. I'm going to make your attack. Uh, 22 will 22. hit. 10. 10 piercing damage. All right. And you have a second attack, I believe. Yes, I do. A 15 will miss as it into a tree next to it. Ah. Okay. Alright, Argala's turn. Argala looks over at Narth and basically indicates that he should deal with the Magman while she deals with the Orok. Um she's gonna take one she's gonna drop the shortbow, pull out her mate Morningstar, and make one attack at a Magman, just to prove her point though. Uh just splattering a Magman as she as she walks away. Uh she doesn't need to make a dexterity save. Which she makes. Alright. Uh, moving over to this other Orog, and then... Punching him in the face. Just... So yeah, she... she backhands... She backhands one Magman with this Morning Star, sending it splattering onto the other Magman behind it. Walks past Narth over to the Orog that was giving him a problem earlier, and just... Whang, on the face. Okay. Um, is my connection a little bit better now? Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to make a run over here. I'm going to have to use uh, cunning action to dash to okay. get over to here. All right. And you are still hidden currently. Yep, I'm going to take a short bow shot at this Ragoth up here. Okay. Uh, you are hidden, so you have advantage. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, either <laughs> way, you help miss. At all. <laughs> so, the arrow goes whizzing out. You are pretty certain that you're visible, though, as you fire that arrow. Alright, that's your turn? Yep, that would do me. Magmin close in and start make, trying to make attacks on Narth, but they can't, only one of them can really make it through that alleyway, so the other three decide to go around and get blocked by an axe beak. Uh, so Narth gets an attack at him. That misses because an 8 is below his AC, I'm so, pretty certain. Yes. Um, Alright, Magmin suck. Uh, Galrin sees that one of the sees one of the orcs getting knocked off the axe beak looks just raises his axe and swings at this orog um and just wails on this thing just uh 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 Kunval, you can see as he just get swings in with the axe gets one past the past this orog's defense slices him on the chest brings it back around Brings the axe, makes a perfect X on him. As nice. He, as he hits him twice. 
for 18 points of damage total. Fantastic. Just wham, wham, wailing on this armored, uh, slightly larger orc. Good um, dwarf. Which makes it Fire Giant's turn. Fire Giants continue to wait. Um, Orog's turn. So these two Orogs next to the spike thing can't figure out how to get around it, uh, but do see lots of good juicy meat on the other side. So they're they're figuring on just tanking it and running through. So they run all the way through. Oh dear! How many d six d fours was that? Uh, sixteen. Uh, for 16, all 40 D4 as they run through it. Thirty-eight damage. One of them falls Ow. dead in the middle of it. The other one makes it through. Damn. Yeah, they're hardy, and run. it's you know, not a very powerful spell. As good as we're doing. I can't help but think about the fire giant sticking back and and think of of uh um uh the Game of Thrones hard home episode <laughs> where the white walkers are just sitting back watching as the whites charge in and then at some point they're like look at each other like all right let's do this and <laughs> let's, like, let's show them how it's done <laughs> <laughs> That was fun to watch now let's show them how it's done all right. I feel um, like that might be spoilers, but I don't watch that show, so that's I don't. Spoilers know. Actually, for about a year and a half ago. Actually, at this point, no. Okay, actually, 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 at this point, they're done waiting. So, um, so the first one steps down and just heads over towards Durathra. It's quite a distance he cleared. <laughs> Yeah. He's a big guy. He's a big yeah. guy. Um, and swings his uh, swings his greatsword at Durathra. I do find it funny that fire giants, as big as they are, only move as fast as a human. Uh, so Durathra takes. So he crits on Durathra. Oh, fuck nuggets. Dealing 54 points of damage to her. Holy I feel crap. like that's not good news for Durathra. Uh, that's Durathra into unconsciousness. So Durathra, like, turns around as this fire giant levels this great sword and just poof, sends her flying off the horse into the ground. Hey, we know our fantasy tropes. She sort of hits the ground and skips. Yup. <laughs> Um, Orog, uh, Orog's date did that one. That one attacks. Uh, uh, uh she is still alive because these are named NPCs, so they get death save. Yep. Hooray. Uh, Mrs. And misses. And does a 23 hit you, Firen? Uh, hit me specifically? Yep. Uh, yes. You take 13 points of slashing damage from the Orog you're engaging. (laughs) 
I think it's appropriate that the first thing the fire giant did was crit on the on the leader of the town. Yeah. Making a statement. <laughs> That's what that is called, yes. Um alright. That makes it the axe beak's turn, this axe beak, again, it's done, so its rider's gone, so it fucks off. <laughs> this axe beak does the same. Uh orcs. Orc tries to hit uh Othavir. Uh, what's he bar- his? He wait. W- there's the which orc? There's an orc and an orog. The orog okay. is the orog one that ran through the thing and it doesn't get its attack. The orc. Oh, attacks. okay. Then yeah, he's still gonna then then he's gonna go ahead and right. parry. So it's fifteen. Uh, twenty four hits. Yes, it does. He takes nine points Damn of slashing right. damage as the orc. Okay, with the great axe. Ouch. Uh, mm, and the other orc rides up on his axe beak, trying to get around the orog. It occurs to me it probably should have distributed good berries, not just cast good berries. <laughs> I mean, you got a handful of good berries right there. Um, Narth, it's Narth's turn. Oh, boy. Well, he's got his hands full here, so he's going to hold the alleyway and take a stab at this magman here. All right. That hits and kills hits. a magman. I need you to make a, I need a mid-dexterity save with North. Can we just cl- oh, hey, we can just click on these. Cool. Uh, a nine, however, fails. Uh, and he takes seven points of fire damage as this, as this magman just poof, explodes on him. Uh, okay, that hurt. It's a DC 11, and you manage to fail. <laughs> hey! That's the same uh, as my 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 spell DC. It's true. Yeah, mostly he's just going to stick back to back to her, so make sure she does not get flanked, and he doesn't either. Right. Uh, the other fire giant steps down and heads north towards the uh, towards the dwarf. Doesn't get quite in range yet. Uh, all right. And that makes it Dars' turn. Dars, assistance, please. <laughs> I need this aura oh, out. Yeah, um, so he, he has 30 feet of movement, so he can't even get all the way through the gourd field. Um, Shit's gone sideways. Repeat, shit has gone sideways. <laughs> But he's not running away this time. And yeah, with him moving up roughly 30 feet, um, he can hit this guy with with his sling. sling. Alright. So don't have advantage. Uh, no, he doesn't. But Actually, still, but, but does he does attack. get sneak attack because there is a threatening melees. That is correct. Yes. Uh, a one, however, misses <clears throat> as he phoom, the rock goes flying. Uh, all right. Uh, that makes it firing. 
Byron. All right, well, the lady with first the, up, the badass with the great sword is down. Repeat, badass with the great sword is down. <laughs> um, Gilded main flashes his hose at this Orog, so thirteen misses. I'm assuming. Yep, thirteen misses. Uh, I need to get this thing out of my way. So, I mean, Gilded main can push past him. Twenty-one hit. Yep, twenty-one hits. Ten damage. And it's dead. Hooray. And then I will move up here with my movement and make my second attack against the giant. Alright. Nine misses. Uh, yes, a nine misses the giant. You, you, you ride up to the giant, swing, and it just ting off the armor of the giant. I don't think I have any healing spells as a bonus action, unfortunately. Nope. Uh, which takes us up to Kinvalar. Oh, there are mine. All right. Um. Of course not. So Kinvalar is going to do his his his, his what has turned out to be his signature maneuver, which is run over this orog with a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Into the oh oh. In, into the spike growth? You, well, for at least for, no, like, basically the plan is to run over and sort of skirt around the side of the building. Heading towards the fire giant. Yes. Alright. Uh, I'm going to need the horse to make me an athletics check. Which I, think is I, believe trampling, I believe trampling charge is just make an attack roll with All the right. horses. Alright, make an attack roll with the horse then. I do not have an, uh, a horse. Oh, well, I will pull up. Uh, NPC. <laughs> uh, riding horse at uh, the plus two to hit. Okay. Roll 1d20 plus two. 17. 17. Actually, it has Squirt. a plus, It actually has a plus five to hit, but, um... So, 20. Yep, that hits. Oh, is that one actually a war horse? Uh, uh, no, uh, riding horse has a plus five to hit with their hooves. Um, you kill that Orog as you run. <laughs> <out of here. laughs> um, and yeah, now you're gonna face stop face before I'm gonna stop before I'm directly in front of the. So you the, you the run giant. over the Orog with a victorious shout, turn a corner, go, oh fuck! As this fire giant is. I mean, he knew the. I, I'm assuming he knew the fire giant was there because even it, with a house between them, he's it, probably pretty. It is obvious. hard to miss the fire giant that is yes. bigger than the house. Yes. So this I, was his goal. I don't know what riding horse you're looking at. They have a reach of five feet, but they only. I have. I have a. Character sheet right here that says hoof attack plus five to attack. All right, maybe efficiency. I don't it, know. It, it, it might be the um, specifically the those people's horses. And then fire giant, take a chromatic cold orb to the face. All right. Um. Hopefully. Twenty four. Twenty four hits. Ice damage. Cold. Take eighteen ice damage, motherfucker. Damn it. So yeah, this this orb of freezing cold just shoots up and <laughs> smacks it in the face, leaving a little frost pattern on its on its on its red bearded cheek. And then I'm going to use my movement to get off the horse. And it just sort of like so like Hulk, the head Hulk. 
the head doesn't move from the impact. It just it frost. And there's just this almost the sound of almost metal grinding on metal as it just slowly turns its head to look down at you. Is it the expression that Reaper has when in the, the cinematic when the guy flies through the window behind him? Sort of a less like that uh, and more more of like, oh look, I found a mosquito. Yes. Getting off his horse. And then using bonus action to activate blade song because I'm gonna need some armor class boost. <laughs> I I like I like to think that m- most fire giants look like Ganondorf, so it's just they that do. expression of when Ganondorf notices Link out of the corner of his eyes is like. <laughs> <laughs> they do actually look like Ganondorf, and yeah, it's just, it's... all right. Uh, this is gonna suck. Both of your turn. Oh, yes. Othavir is going to... Well, now that all friendly targets are out of the way... <laughs> um, Thunderwave? Thunderwave, motherfuckers. DC 13. 11 damage. If even, he saves, he's Even if it takes damage. half damage, it dies. So you just blast him back into the spike growth. <laughs> and then for his movement... He's going back the fuck up because he got he he only had sixteen hit points and took nine of them away. Yep. Uh, uh, Darathra needs to make a death save. Slash roll one d twenty. Darathra has one one successful death save. Miracle. Um. So I have disadvantage, but I'm gonna shoot the fire giant. Uh, yeah, you do. He's within 600 feet. Yes. There's no way he's not within 600 feet. No, 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 you're correct. I was just saying if your if your height advantage helped it, uh, but it doesn't. Uh, 20. 20 hits, roll damage. 3 damage. Hey, that still activates Giant Slayer for the people that have it, so... And second attack, uh, 17. 17 misses. Yeah. Off of his armor. I want his plate mail, but it's too big. It's far too big. You can use his plate mail as a summer home if you like. (laughs) (laughs) No, just see fire and running around in a gauntlet. (laughs) 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 Just just this massive gauntlet with two little tiny legs running around underneath it. Just (laughs) trying to punch things. Uh, so like tackle people with a giant metal gauntlet. Argala sees what's happening on that end and has had just about enough of this Orog shenanigans. Uh, misses the first one, but hits the second one. And also deals giant slayer damage. Um, seven minus four. Orog's still up. Uh, Aragala is just wailing on it right now. <clears throat> Farbolt. You have seen uh, you have seen a couple of axe beaks run off when their riders get taken down, so Yeah, so I'm going to take a first I'm gonna take a short bow shot at the rider here. You wanna cutting action hide first? Um Actually yeah. <laughs> 
Make a stealth check. Yeah, I was thinking of doing something else with my bonus action. All but, right. Yeah. You think you're hidden. Now the question is, do I get advantage on this? <laughs> Who are you attacking? Uh, the rider here. You do get advantage, yes. Passive perception of 10. Ooh, and I hey, got crit. And you crit. Uh, you kill him without the sneak attack damage. Okay. So, you just lean over right in the neck. The orc falls off. All the orcs are dead. And... Yes, since... I am going to move up. Well, I'm going to be moving up here towards the house, but it's a little crowded. <laughs> All right. And that makes it Magmin's turn. This one comes in, tries to swipe at him. These three continue down this way, but can't get into the action yet. One Magmin attack uh, misses with a 10. <clears throat> They cannot hit anything. Uh, Galrin's turn. Galrin sees a giant nearby and is very happy about that fact. But first he's got to get through this Orog. He gets through this Orog. (laughs) On the first hit. Yep, on the first hit, he's so he sees a giant, goes, oh, I'm going to get some of that. Bam! Just rips through this Orog with one hit and rushes forward. For his second attack, which is an 18. And it's already been injured once, so... Uh, dealing 14 more damage to the fire giant. <clears throat> As this, as this dwarven blacksmith just leaps into the air and digs his axe into the knee and shin bone of this fire giant. Uh, which makes it the other fire giant's turn, the one that Fyron attacked. It just sort of looks down at Fyron. Swings its sword. Uh, but a 13 misses you, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So you duck underneath the first one, and it rears back and brings it down for a second attack, but a natural one also misses you, and it just (laughs) buries the sword in the ground next to you. Again, Link fighting Ganondorf. (laughs) Uh, alright. Uh, riderless axe beaks go running. Axe beak with a rider attacks Gelrin. And misses. Uh. I love that your bird just sits on top of your head, by the way, Miracle. Yep. Presumably Uh, eating some of your hair. (laughs) Uh, No, probably just the horns. Just sit on the horns. The the hair is bad for birds. I would probably stop him from eating the hair. What, since they're sharpening its beak on your horn? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Narth. It's Narth's turn. Not the only Skraxen. 
scratches and cracks that are on those horns. Uh, uh, did you deduce? Nar- did you reduce Nars' health when he get, took a hit? Um, he's at eleven hit points. It didn't let me change it. Oh. If you click on the 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 token and then it'll pop uh, up yeah. some bubbles, you can hit on yeah the the green okay. one. The green one. I I just changed it for you. <clears throat> yeah, the green one is his health. Alright, okay. so North's turn. North is going to try to take another stab at this guy. Other Magman? Alright. Yep. Uh, a five and misses, however. Five misses. <laughs> swings uh, wildly. Swings wildly. He is going to stand his ground. Alright. Uh, the other... The other fire giant has... Now he has a choice between the wizard or the dwarf. Um, yes, he does. Racial hatred tends him tends him towards the dwarf, though. Because uh, elves are annoying, dwarves are worse. I like how there's in most D and D settings, there's just this mutual hatred that is just kind of divided across the height gradient. All of the really yeah. short things hate all of the really big things, and, and vice versa. With a and then there's tieflings, who most people just don't like very much. Oh, with, with a 16 and a 17, he misses Gelwern, who has an 18 uh, AC. So just... Boom, boom, and this dwarf is just dancing away from the great swords. Alright. Uh... Dars' turn. Alright, Mr. Checkered Pass, do something about it. Aaron, it's Dars' turn. Oh, right. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It's one of those things where I would never name my character that, so I don't think about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Dars is just gonna rush, take his dat, take a dash to Dartha's side. Um, he can't do anything with his action this turn, but just gonna, it's gonna be okay. We're gonna... <laughs> All right, we're fire. All right, I'm gonna. Lean down and put a second level cure wounds into Darathra. Uh, cure wounds level two. Uh, so Darathra heals eight plus six is fourteen. Fourteen. And then I'm going to circle around for flanking with Darathra, and Gilded Mane is going to attack with the hooves. Get advantage. 19. 19 deals hits. 9 bludgeoning damage. The, the, this celestial steed just rears back and strikes a brilliant flash of radiant energy as it kicks this uh, fire giant in the leg. Draws attention. Um, Alright, back to the top. Quinvalar. Alright. Um, you have a dancing dwarf who's flanked by an orc on an axe beak still. So no. oh, I might take care will. Of that, so. Um, let's see spells that might be useful. I 
And I'm assuming, yeah, I, I'm assuming that if I run up, since since distance is fairly relative here, if I run up and physically attack the 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 fire giant, I would not be a, there. He's not within five feet of the other of the orc. Um, they're actually no, they're not. They're they're okay. a little bit separated. Yeah, I, I I assume that was the case. Um. And that requires a strength saving throw, so that's going to be useless against a fire giant. I mean, um, you never know. <laughs> this is us. It's going to be, be useless. Just be careful you don't run through giant. the thorn bush. I um, mean, I'm sure you know where it is, but. Yeah. So he is going to. Yeah, that's sort of his best chance. He is going to. <laughs> position himself and it doesn't matter he's going to stay just outside of me- outside of melee range and Mel Sassadero this big fucker here alright um <clears throat> actually no he's going to Mel Sassadero the orc alright so that way that way the dwarf doesn't potentially get flanked and oops, that's not Mel Sassadero. No, that's a magic missile. Thirteen. Why does magic missile have a strength save? I don't know. Uh, a thirteen hits. Roll damage. Okay. So that is seven acid damage, and then seven acid damage. Melt at face. the end of his turn, I think. Okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Seven acid damage now does not melt his face. Yeah, seven acid damage now, and then seven acid damage at the end of his turn. So he is living on borrowed time at this point. Yep. Uh, that makes uh, it Othavir. And and for my moving? bonus action, I am going to. Actually, I'm going to spend my movement to get right up next to next to Othavir. Reach over, touch him, and use my last third level spell or second level spell to cast magic weapon on him. Magic weapon and bonus action? Yes. Right. Yeah, and Gelrin. Yeah. Alright, Gelrin has a plus one to his attack and damage. He appreciates that. As this battle axe he's wielding in one hand just begins to glow with a blue aura. Alright. Uh, that makes it Othavir's turn now. Okay. And Othavir. We'll scooch on up here and we'll shit. He's got fire spell. He has a fire spell and a couple of things that require him to be within 30 feet. Um, <laughs> so fire spell at the orc. <laughs> yeah. He'll fire spell the orc. Um, 20 for 2 damage. That hits. Orc is still up. Okay. Uh, Durathra is awake now and can stand up. Yep. Durathra stands up and is going to go to town on this giant with advantage uh, now. Yes. Swing that great sword. Uh, two 11s. Both miss. God damn it. And then a natural 20! <laughs> that hits. Woo-hoo. Does Durathra have giant slayer? I don't think so. No. Arthur has multi-attack. 
Uh, so yeah, Durathra swings and it clicks off of the uh, the 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 armor and then sort of pivots, anchors herself and stabs in with this great sword, slipping through some of the armor, uh, the cracks in his armor and dealing twenty one points of damage to the to the fire giant because Durathra is a badass. Uh, miracle. Um, so Redfeather can essentially move, can't take most actions, but can move with limited, without me spending my action for a command. So is going to pick up, pick up two of the fairies and fly. I'm at the bottom of the initiative, so I'm going to be back. Yeah. 30 feet. That way, as will, and, you know, I can later use my action to command like a dash if we need to. But for right. now, my action is going towards attacking this giant down here. Seems like a good idea. Yes, it does. Fuck. That is wrong attacker. Okay. 23? 23 hits. Eight damage. Eight piercing damage. Fourteen misses. Fourteen misses, yep. One strikes through, one skips off his armor. Yeah. Uh, Urgala's turn. Uh, Urgala is bound and determined to get this person out of her way. And with 12 on the first strike. And a miss on the second one. She does not succeed currently. The Orog is still there. Uh, Farbolt. Okay. First, I'm going to move over here. And just kind of yell out, shut your eyes. And... Color spray, right, right up a fifteen-foot cone. I sh- should miss. Yeah, you can you can you can miss her from there. You can miss her gala and hit the orog and the three magman. So forty-three. So forty-three. Minus, forty-three minus nine minus nine minus nine minus nine. I believe covers all four of them. Nine times four is. Less than forty-three. So yeah, uh, yeah. You you in all four of these guys just ah, and hold their faces. Unless magmen are immune to it, but no, they're not. They are not. If they can see, (laughs) and then I'm going to duck back here and hide. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus action. Else, Jack. 22 stealth. You are pretty certain you're hidden from everybody. Uh, that makes it Magman's turn. They are blinded, and so they try to move forward and make attacks with disadvantage. Cue Benny Hillison music. I mean, they already suck at hitting things, but sixes, ones, elevens, and fifteens are going to miss everybody, so... Uh, 
Uh, Galrin's turn. Galrin continues to hammer into, or axe into this giant. Uh, with an 18 that hits, and a 24 that hits. So... Dealing 20 damage on the first hit, and 15 damage on the second one. Uh, he is just tearing up this dude's shin armor. As an angry dwarf is wont to do. Uh, Eldemain, the one that's currently flanked, turns around and swings at Firen. All the axe beaks. No, no, it's not. Almost all up. Uh, Fire Giant. Fire Giant. Firen, does a 30 hit you? <laughs> uh, me or the horse? <laughs> you. Yes, it hits me. I mean, I feel like the answer is yes, either way, I hope. That's I mean, a... <laughs> if, it's, if it's the horse, I can impose disadvantage. A 30 is what it got on a 19, by the way. <laughs> you take 23 points of slashing damage. Still standing. Second attack. A 13 misses <laughs> you, though. Whoop-bam! You, you just... You get hit with this great sword and almost fly. Actually, I need you to make an athletics check to hold on to the horse. Unless you can't so, be knocked off. So, um, just so I understand it, it got one off from a 20 and then one off from a 1. Yes. It rolled a 20, it rolled a 19, and then a 2. Even, the, even in the fucking morning on Sunday, I can do math. <laughs> um. Typically speaking, uh, you make an athletics check if the horse is moved without your without your consent, uh, without the horse's consent. Um, but no, I am not unable to be knocked off. All right, so make an athletics check. See if you can hold on. Eleven. You're able to hold on. Might as well just a ten to, to not fall because you're saddled. Um, right. I am I am I am loath for extra rolls because this game does not like rolling dice. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it does not. You managed to keep it, though, and you just... You're hurting. That hurt. Yeah, I'm at eight. (laughs) Fire giants. Ah. And axe beaks. So an axe beak tries to attack Galrin. Fortunately, the hill is there, so it can't actually flank Galrin just yet. Um. Oh, sorry, that was Galrin. Not the axe beak. Galrin attacks in response. No. Uh, misses. And the orc's turn. The orc attacks. Misses. And Make it a dies. good one. Yeah. <laughs> as the acid just burns away its flesh. North. North. He, he is determined to make this thing ah. go down. <laughs> and I'm just going to go ahead and shortcut that axe beak run. And. He actually hits it. Yeah. I'm assuming 17 hits. Uh, wait, wait, what are you aiming at? A magman or the, the, the magman in front of him. Yeah, magman? In the alleyway. yeah, you hit a magman. Four, Which one are you aiming at? Well, like three points of damage. Which one are you <laughs> aiming at? The one in front of him. Oh, that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. As, yeah, you stab him. Still up, though. Still up, okay. Uh, uh, the other one is curious as to how it's getting beaten by a dwarf and a wizard. Uh, 
but <laughs> is not yet at the level where it feels too terribly in danger. Okay. So it's going to take one swing at the wizard and one swing at the dwarf. Alrighty. Trust me, giant, I feel that way every time I'm fighting someone in For Honor. Well, the 20, the D28 hits the dwarf. Yes, I would assume so. Um, and the 30 hits the wizard. Oh, there's nothing <laughs> I can do about that, yeah. Uh, the dwarf goes to zero, exactly, taking 30 damage. Wow. And just collapses. The wizard takes 24 points of damage. Not dead. So Not dead. You just <laughs> see this dwarf get picked up from an underhanded swing as this greatsword comes down and just... And the dwarf leaves the ground and hits. Then the sword just comes back around and swings down, catching you, sort of spinning you out. Uh, but you're still on your feet. Barely, but yes. Um, and I I need to make a constitution save. Um, against a 12. <laughs> against a 12. Uh, and I have advantage. Yay, Warcaster. Aha, uh-huh, 19 saves. All right, so that, that, that weapon is still magical. Oh, this wait, is he relevant. did two extra damage. Hang on. Huh? He did two extra damage both times. Oh, or, so sorry, I have one, one hit point. No, 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 not you, uh, the dwarf. Sorry. I, oh, I, okay. I, I miscalculated damage. I mean, Fire Giant's still there and hitting, but... It would. It may have been real. It wasn't. All right. So that makes it Darz's turn, Aaron. <laughs> You're muted. You are muted, Aaron. I think they know. Okay, I was making sure, because I, I saw <laughs> talking still happening. Ju- judging by the frustration on their face, I think they know. <laughs> Not giving up. Gonna fight. Darath is up. So... Not taking his action to be smart and hide, instead just stabbing. Uh, yeah, advantage, because I'm flanking with both of you. Yep. Okay. So advantage on the stab. Which also gives um, you a sneak attack. A but ten. a ten either way misses. Yep. Tink, the just the short sword just can't find purchase on the fire giant's armor. Yeah. Uh firing. Alright. Um we're gonna do this the smart way. I'm gonna take two attacks. I'm gonna hit one of them. Uh no you're not. You're gonna miss both. <laughs> really? Oh never mind. Damn, yeah, seventeen misses this right. thing. He's, he's wearing plate mail. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to cast sanctuary on myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. Uh, Except for the fact that the NPCs that are his other options are weaker than you. <laughs> ah, all right. Well, that makes it Quinvalar's turn. All right. Well, shit. This went from good to bad very quickly. It went from good to bad very, very quickly. Um, As fights with giants are wont to do. I feel like... If if we weren't committed to trying to kill this thing, I could just cast Sanctuary on all three of these, on all three of these characters, and we could just leave. 
I am going to... Uh, hold on a second here. I think... Yeah. I mean, the good news is I'm not in in, in melee range, so if I want to run, I can. The bad news is... I don't think Kinvalar's the running kind, especially when there's an unconscious dwarf who's about to get pounded into paste. Um, would it take an action to drag the unconscious... Well, he's in melee range, so that will just give him an opportunity attack. Uh, I will then cast Chromatic Actually, yeah, I'm I'm going to cast chromatic orb at it. All right. Hopefully, hopefully hitting and doing some. Uh, you're at disadvantage because you're in melee range. I'm not in melee. I'm not in my melee range. I might be in his melee range because you- I was specifically. I had moved yeah. up next to. Uh, 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 the dwarf. But not necessarily gotten within my own melee range. I'm just trying to. Does it give you a disadvantage if you're within? If you're, you are in melee range, or if they are in melee range? Or if they are. That, that's the question. It's if they are in melee range with you because they can harry you while you're trying to make a range attack. But let me check. Where is ranged attacking in the book? Probably all covered in the combat chapter. Combat so. chapter. Being thrown. Flying movement. Making an attack. Modifiers to a roll. Uh, range attacks. Alright. Uh, uh, aiming a ranged attack is more difficult when a foe is next to you. When, when you make a ranged attack with a weapon spell or some other means, you have disadvantage on the attack roll if you are within five feet of a hostile... Oh, so you have to be within five feet of him. So actually, okay. you're fine. You're fine. Cool. That is good. That is good. Um, because otherwise I think I'm kind of screwed. Um, yeah, it, it, it's not it's not that he's harrying you, it's that there's this thing literally brushing its shoulder against you. So take nine cold damage if a 22 but hits. Pulling back a bow a when someone's right next hit. to you is a little hard. Okay. Um, and I am within his melee range, but now that I have annoyed, hopefully annoyed the shit out of him, uh, this is going to turn out so bad if it goes wrong, but... What could possibly go wrong? I'm going to run. You sure? Yes, I am positive, and... Because giants do get attacks of opportunity. Are you going to run towards they my do bird, get attacks please. of opportunity. My armor class is 17. He's going to hit me. He's going to attack me by the time he gets to his turn either way. Do you have the shield spell up? Uh, no, but I still have my reaction. That's my point. Okay. So you um, book it. I book it, and I want to see something here really quick. Uh... I have not used my bonus action. Okay. 
No. I already cast a spell. Okay. It. Um. Yep. It gets an attack opportunity on you. Yes, it does. Does a 23 hit you? <laughs> 17. <laughs> a shield would give me up to 22. 22. <laughs> I'm down. There is no way. It deals 26 damage to you. Uh, that just, was... Bam! That was four damage away from auto-killing me. Well, I was going to say, that sounds didn't. really close to your full max. Yeah. <sighs> that makes it Othavir's turn. Yes, it does. Othavir, the next player character when Quinvalar dies. <laughs> <laughs> so Othavir is going to move up because the only spells he has to fuck up a, a goddamn fire giant require him to be within 30 feet. And he's going to cast Witch Bolt. Which apparently is not on the is not on the the attack. It decided to be on the spell card version. Or er, thing. There we go. Uh, but if I put it on the attack, it doesn't. It's probably it might not be set because it doesn't have the. Uh, oh, roll a roll a roll a one d twenty plus uh, his charisma modifier plus two. So yeah, it's plus five. So attack. we need a Percy on the team so I can have like a Goodberry delivery arrow. <laughs> Natural fucking twenty. Natural twenty. So oh. it, deal, it takes two d twelve points of lightning damage. Yep. Thirteen lightning damage. So this. So Othavir. Othavir, take my critical. <laughs> take take the death for my PC, this please. <laughs> Just witch bolts him. Uh, makes it Dorothy's turn. Uh, Dorothy's like, okay, this giant pissed me the fuck off. So two attacks with advantage. 17. Uh, 17 misses. Barely misses. And seven nah! misses. But it's at least not a natural one. 18. Uh, so yeah, ting ting is glancing off. Uh, Miracle. Um, I'm gonna tell Red Feather to dash, and Red Feather's gonna go 60 feet, which gets him about here. Alright. Help is on the way, guys! <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Kind of. Not really. It really depends on how smart Orthir is. Alright. And is that the end of your turn, or are you doing more? That's all I can do. Alright, uh, Urgala puts down this Orog. Or not? No, she doesn't. Uh, Farbolt. Farbolt, okay, well, uh, that's gonna change what I was hoping she'd take one of these guys down. Two natural <laughs> ones. Kill the Orog. 
I thought I could do a ton of damage to that giant if she could hit this aura. <laughs> so, uh, that's going to change what I'm going to do. So, um, I'm going to try to kill the Orog. That's so, a good idea. Oh, wait, no, she has, advantage. she has advantage. That's not two attacks, that's one. Because he's blinded. Think. Yeah, yeah, it's one attack. Both of those were still ones. Boom. Ha-ha! And, uh, she's got multi-attack, doesn't she? She's got multi-attack, yeah. So, a 20 hits and kills it. She's still surrounded by Magmen, but she's in a better place now. Alright, sorry, Farwell, now it's your turn, because I forgot that he was blinded. As are all of them. Uh, uh, step out here, and uh, so I'm, I'm going to do two daggers. Uh, first one is going to be at the guy in, the guy at the bottom end here. Alright. He's blinded, so you still, he's blinded until the end of your turn, so you still have advantage. 25 hits, roll damage, and you do get a sneak attack on that if you want. <laughs> he explodes. And then just a second dagger up to the top guy up Arnola here. Arnola fails her, sa- her dexterity to save and takes 7 points. Uh, that also hits with a critical hit. I don't get sneak attack, but hold <laughs> <laughs> two points Jesus You roll Christ. minimum on the crit. <laughs> Way to go, Farbolt. <laughs> I was hoping for a little bit better on that. Would have been nice if you had killed two of them in one turn. That's what I was hoping for. Uh, uh, Magmans. So now they're not blind anymore. Magmen one, one uh, step, one heads towards Farbolt, provoking a target opportunity from from old Urgala, who just crushes its face, and so it dies. Um, and dies as it was stepping away, but she's still going to have to make a deck save. She's fine. The other one steps up towards Urgala and tries to hit her. Missing, and then the other one tries to hit Narth. And misses. Alright. Good to know they're as useless as ever. Uh, Gowron makes a death save. And has one failed death save. Uh, Ildemain makes a wisdom save against Byron. What's the DC? Uh, 14. So 21 makes it, is what you're saying. Yeah. And decides that your horse has been a bit of a trouble and swings at your horse. I impose disadvantage! So does a 21 hit it? Yes, unfortunately. The other one was a 30. <laughs> Uh, dealing 30 slashing damage to your horse. Well, my horse vanishes. Just wham! And you hit the ground. Second attack goes at firing. Make another wisdom save. Uh, succeeded a wisdom save. Does that, does that succeed every time? Yes, every time it attacks. Okay. Uh, what's the DC? 14 again. 16. Damn it. But a 16 misses you, I think. Yes, it does. So you managed to get that shield up just in time to deflect it from murdering you. Uh, Fortunately, right. my steed is still around. I just need to, like, summon him again later. Yep. Alright. Um, that makes it... Narth's turn. Narth's turn. Like, don't worry, I've got this guy. Really. 
He takes another swing and eleven hit. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he can't, just he's just like waving in the air, hoping ducking that. and weaving. You know. Uh, the other one looks down at the unconscious bodies, looks at there are still enemies around, and has decided that you know what, I'm hurting. This probably isn't worth it, and disen- and begins <laughs> Did to run we do move enough away. damage to push him away. Yes. Othamir, savior of the day. Uh, Dars. Dars is not running away. Still. Dars hasn't taken any damage either. Still here. Still fighting. Actually hasn't gotten hit yet because he's not very good at this. So I imagine he doesn't have advantage anymore because you're not on your No, horse. I'm still flanking. No, still flanking. Okay. Still up. 20 hey. hits. 20 hits, and he gets sneak attack damage. Yeah. Hey. 11 damage is 11 damage. Uh, all right. Firing. Uh, about to break Sanctuary and recast it again, so... Make those attacks. Eleven misses. Miss and also miss. Misses. Ting, ting. Recast Sanctuary. Alright. Uh, and that makes it Quindalar's turn. Quindalar, make that saving throw. Yup. We're learning to see how this goes. With an AC of 18, we just can't hit with these dice. <laughs> Bonk. That's uh, failed death save. Yep. How many is that? One, two. That's only one. Didn't you fail your previous death save? No, you just went down. I haven't had a death save yet. That's right. Just... I, I I merely nearly died in one attack. Both of yours turn. <laughs> merely. Merely. Um. Oh, severe. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what he can. He probably just stands there and guards the fallen. So actually, um, he can he can make he can make a first aid. Yes, check to try he to can stabilize. make yes, a DC true. ten medicine check to stabilize one of you. Yeah. So he's going to run over to his dwarf friend. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Between the two, he's probably going to save the person he knows. Um, and that is a wisdom or an intelligence? Medicine, because he does not have medicine. medicine wisdom, medicine. Okay. Wisdom. Make a wisdom check. And he stabilizes. Hey, look, he stabilized the dwarf. Dwarf has been stabilized. And then uh, he stabs the stupid elf. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But one action to stabilize the dwarf. Um, Darathras. This giant wears too much armor. He needs to wear less armor by being dead. Hit! Uh, a 19 hits. Dealing 7 damage. And 23 eight hits. Damage. Dealing 8 damage. Those, that was a, there were 1s in those damage rolls, and there should not have been. <laughs> Alright. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like the Rothra has the two-hander fighting style. Nope. Rothra is not. Miracle. 
Red Feather's just gonna continue moving over there. Can get about to there. Carrying little berries. Is that it? That's all I can do. That's Rangers fine. are stupid. That's fine. All right. Uh, Argala's turn. Argala yeah, this is, is going to leave the. I mean, Argala actually can't. I don't know if Argala can get. No, can't. So, Argala makes an attack on the Magman. Just annihilates him. Um. Darth's going, don't worry, I've got save. this. Whiff, 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 whiff. <laughs> Fails a death save, takes seven <laughs> more damage, doesn't care because she's a badass. And heads that way. Uh, Farbolt. I could help North with that magnet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, going to happen here. <laughs> like, leave this to the adventurers, please. Uh, move up to here. Chuck, well, start off with one dagger first. Alright, you were stealthed, so you do get advantage. Uh, 15 hits, roll damage. You do get sneak attack damage if you like. And that is. See if you need it first, because you might not. Alright. Uh, that kills it. Thank you. Yep. I need North to make a deck save. <laughs> <laughs> he manages to avoid the exploding magma and then I am going to use my cunning action to dash this way right, uh, right next to Ogala basically yeah so we're going to head over to this side alright that makes it Gelrin's turn. Gelrin is stabilized, but he's unconscious. That makes it Ildemain's turn. Uh, so the fire giant fighting fire and uh, fighting three people at once sort of looks around and notices that their enemies are all dead, and that their uh, the other fire giant is leaving. And the rest of the adventurers are beginning to close on him. And determines that, you know what, better to leave a little earlier than, than expected. And stomps away, provoking attacks opportunity Opportunity from Dars, attack? Yep, from Dara's, Dara, uh, Darathra, and Pyron. So, Darathra, Darathra hits 21. Hits, with, hits for four. Nope. For 11. Uh, Dars nice. misses. With... Natural 20! Natural 20! Get that hit in. Another 11 damage. Uh, 11 more points of damage. It continues to move on past. Uh, I'm actually going to expend uh, my other second level spell slot for a second level uh, Divine, Divine Smite. Smite. Go ahead. For 6 more uh, Divine Damage. It's not a Fiend, so it doesn't get the Bane damage. but It also gets the 8 more Divine Damage, correct? Yes. Sorry. 6 and 8. So that's... Uh... Oh, yeah, so it's n- now assured in its decision to leave. It dashes the rest of the way. Alright. And this is a 30-foot hill that it just stepped up, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it's over 30 feet tall, so... Yeah, it's not a problem. Alright. And with the fire giants definitively in retreat, unless Miracle wants to make one last pot shot, 
and they're about 18 feet. But it's not going to actually do anything. She's got her, he's got his attention on, on the hawk. Okay. Uh, as as the fire giants make their retreat, Redfeather drops down and deposits a good berry in Kinvalar's mouth. Yay! I live. Kinvalar, or I choke to death on a or I choke to death on a good berry because I can't swallow when I'm unconscious. <laughs> because be a bird can't actually feed you something. You, you. Both of you there. You feel the warm juices of a good berry filling your life, your body with sustenance and life as you open your eyes to see retreating fire giants. And at that point is where we will call today's adventure to a close. So, thank you all very much for joining us as we fight off giants in a very ragtag tower defensey way. Uh, today, in uh, uh, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out our website at FinalShowFilms.com. You can check us out our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash FSFilms. Not just for financial, you can do so there. Thank you to all of our patrons, especially our $25 tier supporters, Chris Comfort, Antitonic, and Cat Waterflame. Without whom we wouldn't be able to do quite as much as we do already. Um, want to thank the, uh, anybody watching on Twitch uh, for following. Remember, we are Twitch affiliates, uh, which means that you can subscribe to us. If you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you get one for free. Um, so you can feel free to throw it that way, or or to whomever, just as long as you use it, because you know it's it's a free it's a free way to support somebody that, whose content you enjoy, and we always encourage you to use it, even if it's not with us. Uh, remember, if we get up to 500 followers, we're a little bit, we're somewhere between 200 and 300 followers right now. If we get to 500 followers on Twitch, we do become Twitch partners, which means that we'll get a bare chunk of change from our subscriptions and bits that you guys give us. So feel free to spread the word. Let folks know if you like us. Uh, also, Jeremy, if I wanted to hear uh, a professionally written review about the Marvel's new Defenders TV series, where would I go for that? I mean, you could go to Deadline or Variety or places like that. Um, but no, the, 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 I'll go there, the, then. the place you would definitely want to go would be 411mania.com, uh, which is, we are a pop culture site that covers everything that you could be interested in in that spectrum, whether it's movies and TV. Uh, like I said, the, 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 we have a review of Defenders up. Uh, if you want to know how the box, how the new films at the box office did this weekend, that will be up very shortly on the site. Um, or if it's it, music, uh, video games, uh, mixed martial arts, anything regarding Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, we've got all that. Uh, wrestling, all of the news, and there's plenty of it uh, coming in ahead of SummerSlam, as well as live coverage of that. Uh, everything that came out of NXT TakeOver last night. Um, we've got all of that stuff uh, uh, covered just as soon as the, the information is available. And Final Show Film stuff as well. It's 411mania.com. Yep, we appreciate them for putting our stuff out there. We appreciate you guys for listening and watching. And we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.